Okay, you guys heard that, right? Yeah, sounds like it was coming from right behind you. Not funny. Guys, get it together. We're trying to do a podcast here. Hey, Boos. Welcome back to another episode of the Boo Busters podcast. Today, we're going to be switching it up a little bit, and we're going to be discussing some of our experiences with psychic slash psychic mediums. And I want to just preface this by saying I know this isn't something that's everybody's cup of tea, but we just ask that you be respectful when you're listening to it and listen to it with a bit of an open mind. I know at least I went into our first experience with the psychic medium, a little bit skeptical, but I kept my mind open and I honestly can say I'm a believer now. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. I think a little bit of skepticism is okay. As long as you're open to new experiences. Yeah, exactly. And I also, yeah, sorry. You're fine. I also think it's important when you are looking into going to a psychic medium that you really do your research on them um, because there definitely are frauds out there. I cannot stress that enough. Yeah, I know all the Etsy psychics. Literally me with the Etsy psychics. (laughs) Yeah, but when Brooke and I were little, we went to a psychic on a boardwalk in like Ocean City. And it's just like that kind of stuff you want to steer away from. I think you really just just do your research. You'll find good ones in your area with good reviews. Some even do Skype reviews or Zoom, I guess it is now. So, I mean, we'll mention a couple in our podcast today. And if uh, we highly recommend all of them, so you can reach out to them because I know a lot of them are doing Zoom ones right now. And with that. Let's get into it, booze. A couple years ago, I don't even remember how we got introduced to this. I think it was mom and dad found Rebecca and Julia, who are the psychics that we're going to be talking about a little bit later on. And Rebecca hosts psychic conventions like every year. So we ended up going to one one year and it was it was very fun. Very interesting. Did you wait? Were you here that year, Bob? I went the second year. Oh, no. We didn't Wait, you go by ourselves year one year. You didn't? No. So oh, the you two you went years. to were the only two we went to. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So at this so convention. Yeah. So at this convention, I think we talked about it in our last episode, if you yeah. want to go give it a listen, but I'm not going to be one of those people. In the <laughs> last episode, we talked about how this convention, they have psychics, they have psychic mediums, they have tarot card readings. They have all sorts of people who delve into that spiritual realm and then you can also buy like stuff so there's crystals um there's sage there's uh you can buy your own tarot cards like you, mm-hmm. there's booths set up throughout like a convention center where you, so can really, huge. Yeah, yeah. you can really just get all things spiritual there which is really nice i like it a lot when we go yeah um, it's very very fun bobby they are actually doing one this year this summer are they so i'll plan on it yeah but this is where we were exposed to a lot of the mediums that we know now. Mm-hmm. But and this is actually where Bobby met the me- one of the mediums that we're yeah. talking to today, who 10 out of 10, he's killer. Yeah, he, I love him. He's great. What would you say going into the convention was your, like, how skeptical were you? Were you, like, expecting anything good? The very first convention we went to, I was a little skeptical and I was a little pissed off because it was in a kind of a sketchy hotel. I'm not going to lie. Um, Oh, Emily was so mad that day. (laughs) I was very upset because I put my name on a list for one of the psychics. I'm not going to say which one it is because I like them and I don't want to tarnish them or anything, but I put my name on their list and I had like the one o'clock time slot and They were behind, so I get the fact that my appointment kept getting pushed back, but what really upset me was I was standing there because I knew I was the next person in line, and they let somebody else go in front of me, and I saw them hand the person an extra like 20 bucks to let them go in front of me so they could go, and their name wasn't even on the list. So that really pissed me off because I had been sitting there all morning waiting for my appointment, Mm -hmm. and then Let's add that you were very hangry. 
Yeah, well. exactly. <laughs> because at this convention, they had it in a hotel, which hotels have convention centers. That's fine. So they didn't, but they didn't have any there food, wasn't food there. Yeah. And I was starving and the hotel was kind of in the middle of nowhere. So like I couldn't just go get some fast food or anything. But in the most recent years, they had it at the Mohegan Sun Convention Center, which was so, cool. so nice because when we were waiting for our turns for different tables and stuff, we got to go play some slots. Not that we did, but we could have. Um, yeah. We went and got some Chick-fil-A. We walked around. We went in the shops. It was really nice having it in there. And I wish they still did it in there. But um, My first experience with Chick-fil-A? Oh, yeah, cool. it was <laughs> game changing. It was also his first experience with Ben and Jerry's. I'm pretty sure we got Ben Oh, and yeah. Bob yeah, ben. yeah, yeah. But Bob, you were on that list too, right? I was, but I was, I, I, I got my time slot. I was a little later because she was behind. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I thought she was good. I wish I had more time. And so I think the convention is such a good idea, but knowing now what I know from other psychics and talking to Mark Suma that it's not really good for them to talk to so many people at once. Because yeah. I was just going to say. Because there's so many energies in that room and it's such a big space. It's yeah. got to be hard for them to connect with one yeah. person's energy. Mm. That and how exhausted they get. I know yeah. when I met with the person I got my reading from, they, like I said, it was in the afternoon. They were completely like depleted. They were yeah. like, I just need a second before I start yours and just to compose myself and then we can begin. But throughout the entire time, like they kept taking like a couple little breaks and mind you, these sessions are only like 20 minutes. So like, you really don't have that much time with them. And for them, it to goes be, by fast. Like, yes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It goes by so fast and they're stressed the entire time because there's so many people in there and like your booth isn't secluded from anything. So they could easily be picking up everybody else's aura, their spirits, like anything. And you don't it's know literally you're getting what you're, is meant for you. Yeah. It's, it's literally like so walking around a science fair. Yeah, exactly. That's it. exactly how it is, Bobby. Well, going off of what Bobby said, I really, I enjoyed my reading that day, but I didn't enjoy it as much as my private one-on-one reading that I got with a psychic prior to doing the convention. Mm-hmm. Um, just because you are missing that like one-on-one factor that it's yeah. solely you. But I get why they do the convention, but I personally don't go to get read at the convention. I go to do the just for the experience. The, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, I didn't get read either time when we were at the conventions because I was just like, it's not going to be a very accurate, good reading because there's so many people here. Yeah. yeah, but as Brooke mentioned, the host of the convention is Rebecca LaCicero. Mm-hmm. She is a psychic medium in the Connecticut area. I'm not going to say specifically where, if you want to look her up, that's fine, but she's amazing. She has her business located in the town we live in. And that's where we really got introduced to this whole psychic world was, I don't even know if our mom saw something on Facebook or what. Yeah. I don't know where she she saw it. Yeah, she does readings every Thursday. Well, they were every Thursday. Group readings where you can go and watch her do readings live. So it's a crowd of about 25 to 30 people, I want to say. And you pay like 10 bucks, I think it is. And you just sit there and listen to her read. And if a spirit comes forth to you, she'll come to you. But if it's not your night, it's not your night. You get to hear other people contact with their loved ones, which is really special. We, We did one of those group readings with our parents. During that time, one of our uncles who have passed, who has passed away actually came through, but it was, it was a little bit more special for our mother just because it was her brother and he had passed pretty recently. But in that group setting, you really only get maybe like 10 minutes of a reading with her. It's not that personal because she doesn't get to like really dive down deep. It's just the spirits bugging her enough to bring it up to you. And then another spirit will chime in to help another person in the group, which yeah. is really nice. I do enjoy it because I, I thought it was nice seeing people connect with their loved ones. I mean, there yeah. was a couple in there who had lost their daughter when she was like really little and like she came through for them and it's just, it gets really emotional in there. It's um, healing in a way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's nice to sit there and to listen to other people's stories. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think it's, it's, special and she also this is all pre-covid by the way i don't know exactly how she's doing it now with covid 
but she used to stream them all live on Facebook too. So it was really special because my mom and dad would go pretty frequently. I want to say at least once a month they would go. And like my aunts who live out of town, they would chime in on Facebook live so they could see my mom getting read by my uncle. So like it kind of, it allows more people to connect, exposed to it and connected. Yeah. But Rebecca actually has a daughter named Julia. I'm sorry. I don't remember her last name. So yeah, I'm sorry, Julia. I don't know what her last name is. But she's also a psychic medium. I don't know if she's just classified as a psychic or just a medium, but I'm just going to say psychic medium. And Julia's personally, I prefer to get read by her if I can in terms of her Rebecca. I've never personally one-on-one been with Rebecca, but Julia is a really good person to get read by. But yeah, she actually, Brooke and I did a personalized one-on-one. I think it was like 30 minutes. We sat in a room with her, just her, Brooke and I. And and we got read. That was the first time we had ever been like read personally, not in a group setting. And it was, it was interesting. I'm not gonna lie. What was funny about that reading, I, we had it recorded and I was listening to it like a couple of days ago, was she was at the one reading that we were at, the group reading, and she had mentioned in our reading to us that she was reading us while we were sitting in the group, but she didn't come over to us. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that actually, mm. now that you say that, like somebody was coming through from our family talking to her, but her mom was the one hosting the, the session, group, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So she didn't come over to us. But I remember that night we were in the group session. I noticed Julia kept looking over at us. And I Mm -hmm. thought it was a little, it was like creeping me out because I was already on edge. But um, I didn't say anything. But I did notice she was looking at us. And then she confirmed a couple weeks later when we went that she was like, yeah, I was reading you and you look really familiar. So this is your family member that was speaking to me that night. It's so cool. Yeah. And this was a couple years ago for us. Now, I, I was still in college, so it was probably like around 2016, 2017 timeframe. But from what I remember, our grandmother came through and just, I'm not going to go into anything too personal. I don't think we want to do that on this podcast yeah. tonight, unless that's what we're looking for. I don't want to see where it goes. Yeah, we can if we want to. We can if we want. Okay. But yeah, some personal things came up in our one-on-one with Julia that I know nobody would have known for a fact unless they were in our family. So just for an example, for instance, so our grandmother passed away in 2012. And prior to that, for a full year, she was suffering from leukemia. But we did not know, Brooke and I did not know that our grandmother had leukemia. Nobody told her and I because I was... 14 at the time Brooke was 18 so Brooke was a little bit older but I was still in high school and I was still pretty young and she knew we were moving away because that summer we actually moved across the country and she wanted her last months with us to be special and us not worrying about her being sick so we actually didn't find out that my grandmother had leukemia it was diagnosed with leukemia way before like a couple months before her death. And we found that out through Julia. And when we went, she said her exact words were like, I was really sick for a lot longer than you guys knew, but I didn't want you guys to know because I didn't want our last few months together to be spent worrying about me and you being stressed about me being sick rather than just enjoying our company because we were extremely close with our grandparents. And obviously seeing them like that knowing they're struggling would have been extremely hard for us and knowing we then had to move across the country away from them yeah but so then when we got out of our reading and like let our mom listen our mom confirmed that our grandmother had leukemia long prior than Brooke and I knew and you know looking back like at my graduation pictures she looks sick in those pictures yeah you can tell we didn't it's just we didn't know because we were kids yeah, it's, it's trippy. A lot of the things they say, I just, I don't think they would be able to get those even from yeah. a quick Facebook scroll. Like it's yeah. just way too specific. Yeah. Yeah. And actually our father got read that same day and it was his first time getting a personal reading with Julia. I remember and, that. 
Yeah, he was the first person to make her cry from a reading. And she actually gave him a full hour reading instead of a 20 minute reading. Yeah, because she was in there for so long. And we were like, damn, what is going on in there? Yeah, she couldn't stop reading him because it became so emotional because my dad's mother passed away when he was really little and she ended up coming through and it just, it just, Julia said it just kept spilling out of her and she couldn't stop. So to dive into a little bit of the experience that we had at the psychic convention, like I said, I don't want to shade anybody. So I don't really, I don't know if I should say who it was. I mean, obviously I think they're going to know it was her. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, no tea, no shade to her. It was probably a very stressful day. Okay, so segueing into our experience at the psychic convention, the first time I ever was personally read by myself was at the first psychic convention we went to, and Julia actually did my reading for me. And honestly, I didn't get that much from the reading, but the few pieces that I do remember I think we're pretty substantial. And I actually talked about this also. I think it was in our last episode. I'm not exactly sure. But what I do remember was her bringing up my grandmother's uh, pearl necklace and earrings that I have, her singing, You Are My Sunshine to me. And that morning, that's how my aunt had woken me up. And obviously, she didn't know why she had was singing it. She just said, your grandmother's singing, you are my sunshine. Mm-hmm. And then um, the other thing that I remember was her talking about how my grandmother loves the fact that I was always going and seeing my grandpa. So, which I guess is kind of a little bit basic, but it kind of had a little bit of meaning for me just because we live in Connecticut, obviously, and my grandfather in is in a nursing home up in upstate New York. So he's about three hours away, but I went to school, like I went to college up in upstate New York too. So I was about an hour, 45 minutes to an hour away from him. And just about every weekend I would go up and I would spend like, I would eat dinner with him or something. So he wasn't like necessarily by himself, but also because I I wanted to see my grandpa. Like, you know what I mean? We were really close with Mm -hmm. them growing up. So it was really special to me that I was able to be able to go up there and spend that one-on-one time with him. And just to see that she knew that I was doing that. And she was like appreciative that I still tried to keep our relationship, even though like he, him and his health were slowly deteriorating was really special to me. Yeah. So my first experience was also the same day. Uh, it was with Jules. She, I didn't really know what to expect. Like I want to be, a, I like I wanted to be a believer, but mm. I you you're just so skeptical. There's so many things that could just you know. It's just so many that. factors that like they could you can literally just accidentally give them one little sliver and they can make a whole fucking boat out of it with exactly. Like they t- take in your facial expressions, your exactly. They just know how to read you. Your appearance, what you're wearing, like exactly it can be fabricated. Exactly. So the first thing she said to me was, "You're from out of state," and I was like, "Yeah," but I'm like, "Everyone's from out of state." She goes, "Upstate New York," and I go, "Yeah." So I was like, <laughs> "Okay, that's that's interesting," but my my dad's dad came through my grandpa and I had never met him. He passed away long before I was born. He apparently was a very loud man and he wanted to make sure he was like, everyone knew he was there and he wanted to say hi to me and wanted to make sure want to know how my dad was and all this. And then after confirming with my dad, he's like, yeah, that's him. And then Julia also said that, there was a short woman next to him and that was my grandma and she said that they hold hands and they walk around together all the time Aww. like that makes my heart happy right that's just so sweet <laughs> and then she talked about my cousin brian that had passed away i remember a that bit, but she didn't touch too much on it which i wanted to elaborate a little bit more but it was a 15 minute session. What are you, what are you going to get? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it was the end of the day. So, yeah. So she did tell me a traumatic event was going to happen. And I, you know, you get curious and I did end up losing a friend and their daughter to a horrible incident. I don't know how to word it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's just like, how do, how do they know that? That was basically yeah, right. my first reading. And wasn't you just 
was telling us that that was like a week after your reading that 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 was that was a week after the reading it happened yeah which is even because it's like still fresh in your mind and you're like julia just predicted this literally just yeah so i'd say that made me a bit of a believer now Mm -hmm. i'm hooked on going to psychics yeah you go all the time (laughs) like i go way too much i've been twice already this year Wow. They were gonna say this month. <laughs> but twice this year, we're only three months in, so I guess that is kind of a lot. Yeah. But if you've known how many I looked up. Oh honey. <laughs> Very fair. So being the psychic snob that I am, okay. I also went in October of 2017, uh, like three months after I did my first reading with Jules at the convention this one was an at-home reading she came and it was like a it was a group reading but it was private you went into another room she had a table set up da, 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 da. she read my tarot cards oh, um, that's interesting. Reverend Colby I'll have to look up her last name but I will we'll link everything up on our Instagram right yeah. So she gave me my month to month and I'm not going to share everything on my month to month because it was rough. <laughs> I remember her saying in February, I'd be going back to school. And that's when I went and started my CDA mm-hmm. um, to work with kids, infant, toddler. And then March, I was going to have a health scare. Did and you? then April, I did. Yeah. I had a tumor in my stomach. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, and then April, I was going to have the surgery, and I fucking did. They get the tumor removed. They get the tumor removed, and then that bitch did lie to me. Reverend Corby, I'm calling you out. (laughs) She said I was going to meet my soulmate in May, and I was searching. And here I am, still single. (laughs) Oh, baby. (laughs) Those were the highlights. Those were the highlights. Um, but she was great. So then she also, after my tarot card, she um, did 20 minutes of, do you want to speak to anybody? And I was like, uh, this was the at time after my friend and her daughter had passed away. Right. And I was like, I want to ask and know if they're okay, but I really want to talk to my cousin, Brian. Yeah. So she's, she looked at me and said, they're fine. You ask about who you need to ask. And I said, okay. And I started crying. <laughs> And I go, I'd like to talk to my cousin, Brian. I'd like to know like how he's doing kind of thing. And the weirdest thing ever, she closed her eyes, sat down, said his name like three or four times. And then she opened her eyes and looked at me and she was talking in his tone. That's how how he would have talked. Like it was crazy. I think I would have shit myself. He, he was calling me bud and he goes i just to like I, he, she was like before she had like gotten to whatever she was doing manifesting brian she had said you know i'm gonna talk like him don't be scared kind of thing oh so and she warned you yeah she warned me okay she <laughs> I'm like, you don't believe that though like we're just gonna start talking yeah. she did she like she's like ask what you want to ask he'll answer kind of thing like this is your time and I didn't really know what to say. I just like said, I like, I miss you kind of thing. And he goes, you want to know if I was at that Halloween party at Brandy's house last weekend? I was, I was dressed as a ghost. And I was like, oh, fuck, no one else knows we had a Halloween party. It's October. Obviously everyone's having a Halloween party. But the yeah. fact that she said Brandy. Yep. And at her house. Yep. And the fact that he was a fucking ghost because he is mm-hmm. like, that's just his humor. Right. So my only comment there is if any of our listeners have seen the movie Ouija oh yeah that's a demonic entity Mm -hmm. doing that in that movie yeah speaking through oh yeah oh shit Bob so that's my only like concern is the fact that she took on his tone it was so weird I don't know like was it just like his verbiage? Like she was like using like it, 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 she wasn't like it wasn't his voice. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It was I like guess little, she kind of like lowered it, kind of got a little raspier. Tried to talk. 
So she was like imitating him. It wasn't really. Yeah, I guess. I guess I should. I exaggerated it a little bit, but um. (laughs) You're really scaring me over here. I really thought there was a demon or something. (laughs) No, but um, no, it was so cool. Just the way she was like talking, how he would, and it was cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that does sound really cool, but I, I honestly think I would get a little spooked out by that. It was really cool. It was so cool. She also talks to animals. Oh. Yeah. How much but was she? 175. Oh, that's a little steep. Yeah, yeah, but for how long? 45 minutes. And was that the entire family could do it? Or just you? No, that was like split up. So well, like, yeah, 45 minutes per person. In 175 per person. Yeah. Um, no, that's expensive. No, that's expensive. But it was a good read. After my read today, that's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. That's a little hefty. And now, and now I now that I know, Mark, I won't be going to anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. But no, that's that's interesting to me. I've always wanted to get my tarot cards read. And I was thinking about we go to Salem. Brooke and I go to Salem pretty frequently because mm-hmm. we do live in Connecticut. So it's pretty it's only like an hour and a half drive from us. But we were gonna actually do it this past year at Salem with our mom, but they yeah. the shop we were gonna do it at. It was kind of pricey and it was only like 10 minutes and we would have had to wait like 30 minutes for the woman to come in. So we decided to just not do it, but I'm really intrigued by it. So maybe this year at the convention I'll do it. My thing with getting read in a place like Salem, that's so touristy and so like into the- It could be a gimmick. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me a little suspicious. No, I feel that. No, I'm, I'm interested in tarot card reading. I yeah. think my friend Molly might do tarot card readings. She said she was going to do my reading on TikTok, but then she changed her TikTok and deleted that one. So I don't know. Molly. Molly Come back. Oh, wait. Come back, Molly. Molly May running 09. I think your username is on Instagram. What are you doing? Where is my tarot reading? So fast forwarding a couple months in 2018, I went back to a convention with Brooke and Emily and I wanted to get read by Rebecca. <laughs> was she but even doing readings? She was, but she was full. Like, yeah, yeah she filled up really quick. She wasn't doing as many. Mm-hmm. But I believe it was your Aunt Debbie, or was it you, Emily, that pushed me to go see Mark? So what had happened was um, our usual suspects we go to, Rebecca and Julia, because they had learned from the previous year that they get so wiped out, they only limited their list to like 10 people all day Mm -hmm. um and that shit was filled like that before we even got there but there was one spot left and bobby was so generous and let our aunt who drove from virginia beach get the one spot with julia and he was like i'll just get read by somebody else that's right we were fucking nice yeah (laughs) exactly so then we should be appreciative (laughs) we were like walking around mohegan sun and like we stopped, they give out like brochures with programs with all the vendors and stuff. So we were looking through them and I'm pretty sure we like Googled a couple. And I think Mark was the only one that seemed like, I don't want to say normal, but like he, he kind of resonated with us. So we just yeah. were like do Mark. And like, we, mm-hmm. we kind of bullied Bob into signing up for Mark. Yeah. Just a little bit. And I did it. <laughs> yeah. He was super nice. I'm totally glad I did because he gave me a I, really good reading. I low-key remember Brooke and I were stalking you the entire time you got read that we kept walking by. We kept walking by you. Looking at you to see if like we could kind of see what was happening. We were I remember because like, he goes, are, you the, are those your friends? <laughs> Wait, did he really? Yeah. Oh. Oops. What'd you say? I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brooke, that's probably how he knew us. <laughs> oh, man. But that's I awkward. sat down with him. And he explained like how he works. He he said that he just genuinely cares about people and wants to help them find peace and help any way he can. First thing he says is, your dad's coming through. I didn't tell him he had passed away. And I said, okay. And he goes, did you and your dad knock heads a little bit? And I said, yeah, but I think it was because we were so much alike. And he said, he agrees. And he stopped and he said, did you just clean out his garage? And like a month and a half before that, my nephew, Travis, and I had cleaned out his garage. Like finally, like, cause he was such a hoarder. 
like bad. And I was like, yeah, he goes. And then my dad goes, it looks good. Thanks. I'm proud of you. Thank you. And then he wanted me to know, to tell my sister Chandice that before he sent my niece's daughter down to be born, he held her in his arms Oh, stop it. That's so sweet. Yeah. And then I immediately called my sister after the reading and I was like, hey, I just want you to know this. (laughs) Um, And baby A, because her name is, I can't, I shouldn't say her name on here because they don't really like that. But her name starts with an A. But yeah, what else was Mark talking about with you, Bobby? He talked about how he told me from 27 to 30, I was really going to be coming into my skin. Mm, I can see that coming true. Yeah. Yeah, you've been you've been on your boss babe shit. I really have. I've been posting selfies and everything. I don't do that shit. Yeah. Who are <laughs> you? I was a little shook earlier when I saw it. I was like, look at I this. I know. Thing. I was mm-hmm. like, who's this cutie? Um, uh, alter ego. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he said I was gonna be coming into myself, figuring out who I am. I feel like I am. Uh, he said I need to work on my confidence. I am. I think that's something you've been working on. Yeah. I've seen it grow. Yeah, I feel like since like March 3rd, 1993, I've been working on it. <laughs> I feel like March 6th, 2021 really was a pivotal moment for you. when you It really on. was. It really was. <laughs> but other than that, that's pretty much, I believe that's all he told me. I mean, there was a couple more things about my dad that like, I really don't think he would have been able to just like look up. Yeah, right. But I'm trying. Oh, he told me, just like every psychic, Julia told me that the first reading, and then Colby told me, and then he told me that I'm intuitive, and if I wanted to, I could channel and be a psychic medium like him. Mm-hmm. Which is With- really cool if you think about it. <laughs> yeah, it is, but it's kind of scary. Yeah, I would be a little scared at the it. same time, but it sounds really cool. I've been thinking uh-huh. about it. But I also want to touch on something you said where he couldn't have looked up the things he said how the convention works is you literally put your first name and your phone number down on a sheet and they text you when they're ready for you to come over and get your reading so there's no way he could have even looked you up yeah prior yeah yeah literally no way unless he has stalker skills like me and he typed in the phone number onto google and then saw it was connected to whatever account but I don't think they have the time to be doing yeah, that. They, there's Literally. no way that they have the time to be doing that when the, at the convention. Right. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> yeah, and then I kept his card and did anyone, did anyone get rid of this convention or was it just me again? It was just you. Emily and I didn't get rid this time. Why do you guys do that to me? <laughs> oh, it was so That convention was so busy. It was. I got some bomb-ass crystals yeah. Oh, I got a crystal too that time. I did too, and we got henna tattoos. Yeah. Yeah, those were bomb. <laughs> I got that. The think um, about mine all the time. The crystal that's supposed to help with like anxiety and creativity. Is that mm-hmm. what our crystal does? Yeah. We got the same one. <laughs> yeah, we did. I just got it because it looked like a creamsicle. <laughs> Mine's I supposed love to point me in the right direction. <laughs> But yeah, that convention was a lot of fun. I I think our mom got her tarot card read. And yeah. then, like I said, our aunt got a private reading with Julia. But both of them are the type they don't really like to share what was said to them during their readings. So I'm like, okay, you shade sir, but you ask me all the time what happened in my readings. Literally after my reading the other day, I'm like, guys, I had yeah. a reading. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just like to spill the beans, but I only like to spill the beans to people who like I know won't like judge me or say anything. Uh-huh. So. so I talked to Mark again. <laughs> You are and, you guys are like friends now, aren't you? Like you exchange yeah, we text each other. <laughs> um, he asked how I'm doing from time to time, which I think is super nice. Yeah, that is very sweet. I talked to him again in November of 2019, about eight months after my dad had passed away. Mm-hmm. And we were really looking to do it just for some closure because he was pretty bad he was had alzheimer's and dementia and a lot of other health problems cll all that fun stuff and i know i had a lot of guilt because i fell asleep the night he passed away and i wasn't there with him 
Yeah. When he passed away. I know. Not on Um, you, but like. No. uh, Yeah, I know. Like, no, I know. But I just want, I wanted to be there kind of thing. Right. Yeah. So I called Mark and it was a, I wouldn't do a big greeting like that again with him. I I think in general, it's hard for. Like a big group reading? Yeah. So it was my three sisters, my mom and I. So it was, you know, a group. But. And there's. It's not just one person that wants to talk to the group. It's whoever my sister Kim has that wants to talk to her, whoever my sister Chandis has that wants to talk to her, and then so on right. and so on. So it could be like 12 different people trying to talk in his head at once. Yeah. So he was getting confused. It's just too much. Yeah. Yeah. And he, my dad came through and he told my mom that he liked her new haircut. And the day before, my niece had oh. cut her hair dyed That's it so sweet. He said he really liked the color and then my mom lost it <laughs> and she asked she asked mark she said does he still love me oh, and Cheryl. he said he never stopped oh, kind of- <laughs> Cheryl's over here breaking hearts I, literally and it was just it was good i there there wasn't too in depth it was more for my mom and my sisters because I don't know. Yeah. They needed yeah. that. They Had needed they that. ever really talked to anybody prior to that? I feel like my sister Chandis did a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but she gets very nervous about it because she doesn't want to know. Like yeah. anything. Then she'll be like anxious about whatever might happen. Oh, me too. But I do it anyway. <laughs> In August 2020, I saw Ellie McCabe Cratsley from Lilydale Assembly. And she gave you get me- read so much. I I <laughs> thought you didn't. I was like, oh, he got read in 2019. Now we're gonna fast forward to now. No, nope, let's go. Funny. Um, <laughs> I have like three more before now. Oh, all right, let's go. Keep going, baby. But this is this. I'll stop with this one though. No, you can keep. Going. Oh, you have to keep going. Well, the other one was kind of like, eh, it was. Well, you like- have to give people the reviews. So. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. She was the one that told me that you were gonna die no no that was colby but i didn't tell her i didn't talk about that she told me that my life was very dark after 35 stop i never told you guys that no you did but i like to block it out because if you die then i'm not gonna have any i never heard this i didn't tell everything because i did you got i'm taking up enough time as it is Baby, it's fine. You can't leave something like that out, Bob. That's insane. How does she just drop that on somebody like that? Well, she told me to change my life or my your lights out. Basically, <gasps> there's nothing after Don't 35. Say it like that. Holy she shit. said to get, get your life in order by 30 or it's downhill from there. Does she mean like mentally or physically? Everything. <laughs> oh, God. I have her disc. You should her disc, her CD. You should listen to it that she read me. It's interesting because you you're trying to talk like Brian. I will. So I didn't touch on this before, but I own a small photography business, and Mark had told me to push and like start it, and he did it twice actually at both readings. Uh, this time though, this Ellie kind of yelled at me and said, why haven't you done anything yet? Like, I want your website up by the end of August. I want business cards. She goes, you're going to be taking hot air balloon pictures that are going to be life-changing for your business, which I thought it was going to be this one wedding I did at the end of August, but sadly it rained. But I do have another one coming up and this episode will be out after they're engaged, so. they haven't announced their engagement yet no so does the girl not even know yet she's getting engaged nope spoiler alert but yeah surprise Uh, (laughs) it's a sunrise a balloon ride it's gonna be beautiful are you gonna be taking their engagement pictures as he proposes Mm -hmm. when is this april that's a sunday that is so romantic though is and I really want to go on a hot air balloon ride and it's I don't. like $350 yeah. for an hour and I'm like that's cool I'd be a little scared yeah so I would, up, I would end up like fucking moody from moody's yeah from Amanda 
Moody. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> but anyway, Ellie pushed me to start my business and she asked about a dog. She asked me if I was going to be getting a dog soon or if I had been thinking about anything. And I was like, yeah. And I told her I was thinking about getting a French bulldog. So for anyone that knows me, I am obsessed. I love them. They're adorable. Give me all the Frenchies. But um, she said, I don't see you with that dog right now. But I see you getting a Yorkie. And I was like, a Yorkie? Why the fuck would I want a Yorkie? They're so little and annoying. Come to find out, like a month and a Molly. half later, I'm taking in Molly. Molly. <laughs> and I love her and she's great. And Molly's I, an icon. I can't picture life with it. Yeah, Molly has three teeth and her tongue hang, hangs outside <laughs> her mouth. <laughs> she's a whole mood. Stop <laughs> it. Molly's like hanging on by a thread, but I saw that. Molly's like that freaking dog from Superstar. <laughs> She's hanging on. Oh, but yeah, so I thought that was cool. And then I did see somebody else in February 2021, but that was more for my mom as well and my sister Brandy, who had yeah. lost a baby. And my mom was having a rough time with my dad had been passed that had passed you know so she just wanted some more closure and he came through and gave her some nice stuff told me i need to start living my life um and the her name was Ad- angela abd she was also from lilydale assembly and she was good i don't think i'd see her again because i don't know it just didn't feel and feel like a connection with her and i feel yeah. like you need that with your medium of and psychic obviously yeah and then a month later, specifically month? Uh, March 2021, uh, about six days ago, um, <laughs> I Duh. saw my buddy Mark Suma on a Zoom call with my niece Callie, and I had the best reading of my life. Let's hear it. Well, hit us with it. He came at me with some truth. Truthers. I ain't calling you a truther. Truthers. He told me to stop worrying about my family. It's time to worry about me. I need to travel with my best friends. Which apparently are not me and Brooke, by the way. It is you and Brooke. I don't know. You got a new best friend. Emily, your jealousy is showing. (laughs) Apparently it's not me. Emily, baby, you're the only one for me. (laughs) <laughs> but he told me to travel with my friends and I've, uh, for people who don't know me i also love disney i'm a big fan and i really want to go like really oh, like really same. bad really bad bitch you been i know but i want to go again i want to want to go to the mansion right now but he told me that i was going to go in october of 2022 and funny because he didn't say that to me oh really let's be going with your new best friend yeah. Or my fucking soulmate that he said I'm going to meet at Disney. Oh, be your new best friend. <laughs> Someone's a salty bitch tonight. <laughs> oh, gosh. So it was more psychic than it was mediumship because he was tell- talking to my niece about her future and then me about my future. And then my dad was the only one that was coming in and talking to both of us. And he looked, he was talking to my niece, Callie, and then he stopped and looked at me, looked into my soul and goes, your dad wants to know why you're waiting so long to get that French bulldog. Do it now. If you want it, do it now. And I had been manifesting in my head for like a week that I was like, if he's going to be legit, I want him to mince a French bulldog. And he did. So have you been looking at French bulldogs or what? Yeah, but the problem is I'm also poor. How much? I also already have like ten dogs. <laughs> yeah, I have I'm a lot gonna, of dogs. I'm gonna look up one right now. So, like, an average price is probably like five grand. Oh my oh, god! Fuck that! We didn't even pay that for our gold dogs. Yeah, combined, we had two. You want me to be happy? If I only have seven years left, I need a friend. I don't think I don't think dropping five grand is gonna make you be happy, sweetheart. But now that I'm going to be... Are you open to a rescue or do you want it as a puppy? I want a puppy so bad. 
And I want, I think I want a black one. Oh, you're getting real picky. <laughs> or a white one. Or <laughs> one that's just breathing. But like, I have specific names. What? Oh, Casper. Casper for a white one. Mm-hmm. October for a black one, but I'd call him um, Toby. Excuse me. That's my child's name. <laughs> Get out. I'm going to call him Toby. <laughs> We're not friends anymore. Go see your new bestie. <laughs> I fucking lost everybody tonight. <laughs> and then I kind of really like the name Giovanni. Um, call him Gio. I don't like yeah. that one. It's okay. You guys don't have to like it. Yeah, we do. I'm not going to be friends with that dog. <laughs> I'll tell Molly to bully it. <laughs> I'll be like, Molly and Riley and Willie, get him. I have a list of names. Molly, Riley, and Willie go so well together. You can't get a dog and name it Geo. Mine are Molly and Riley. Dusty and Willie are Cheryl's. And those are literally like sound like they're straight out of Allentown. I always forget about Dusty. <laughs> Everyone forgets about Dusty because he's dying. Well, there's no French bulldogs <laughs> in the 12804 region. Because they're a hot commodity. So back to your psychic reading. Enough with dogs. What else happened? Oh, yeah. So I said I was going to meet my soulmate, talk about the French Bulldog. Why haven't I opened my business yet? Why don't I have a studio? And I said, because I'm poor. He said, if you took pictures, you wouldn't be poor, basically. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, he, like, shit on me. And I was like, <laughs> I can't even be mad because he's right. He's like, no excuses here, fucker. He told me to raise my prices. And I was like, people come to me because I'm Jean. <laughs> but yeah, Bobby, you, I remember that night. We filmed Missing 411 oh, yeah. that night. And I remember he was so excited and like buzzing because he I was, to- I was so happy. It was yeah. such a good reading. I would tell more, but some of it is kind of personal. Yeah. But yeah. um, no, it was so good. And I just, I've never had that good of a reading and I want to go already again. No, <laughs> you need to wait like at least a year. No. <laughs> three months. You're allowed three months. No, it's like a year. I told us one time that it was six months. It's six now months three. with the same reader. Yeah. Well, I'm going to change my identity. It's Stop. just because they can remember you, but now he already knows you really well, so you're fucked. Yeah. Take that and rewind it back. Based off of Bobby's reaction of getting read by Mark, Brooke had the brilliant idea, and with a little bit of my influence. I was like, you know what? We're going to look into this. And then we did, and I kind of just impulsively scheduled them. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> So we had our reading this morning. And honestly, I I have mixed feelings. I thought he did a really well job, a very well job, very good job. Sorry, I'm illiterate. It has nothing to do with him. It was just the context of what some of the things he said that have left me shook and left me questioning my life, basically. No, you thought he was accurate though, right? Oh, yeah. I thought he was scarily accurate on some of the things. I don't know if I want to get into a lot of a lot of it because a lot of our readings were pretty right. personal but to a t he described me without knowing me so what he did was he came on the zoom and said he meditates every morning and every day he has a reading he takes those people's names up that he was reading for the day and puts them in his mind or in a hat i don't remember if he said physically he had them yeah. or if he just thought about the people while he was meditating and he said this morning when he was meditating, I came into his mind, but at the time he didn't know my name because Brooke just signed up under her name. She didn't say like my sister, Emily's joining. She just said my sister. And he said, two energies came forth concerned about me. And they said, he asked the energies or whatever they were called if it was for Brooke or if it was for the sister. And they both said it was for the sister. And immediately I was like, fuck, I honestly thought I was coming into this with Brooke going to be getting the majority of the reading because Mm -hmm. Brooke's very spiritual. Brooke's very intuitive. Mm -hmm. I really genuinely thought that it was going to be all her. And I was just there to like, listen, maybe get a little bit of a reading. No one's safe with Mark. (laughs) I was pleasantly surprised. If you know me personally, you know, I do not let people in to my life very easily. That goes for friendships as well as um, romantic relationships. I don't give many people the time of day. I am a fucking bitch, just plain and simple. Um, You're a pretty bitch. 
<laughs> Thank you. But it's just one of those things where I've learned, I've been burned in the past several times. So I just put up a wall and I just don't let it down for just anybody kind of thing. And that was one of the first things he said is that I don't trust easily. And he can see that I built a very big wall surrounding myself. And I mean, he wasn't wrong. So immediately Brooke and I were both looking at each other like, you you hear this too? Which was interesting. But uh, then the next thing he said to me, which is also interesting because of what happened the night before Bobby. I don't know if we've told said this part to you because we, we mentioned a little bit of it to Bobby earlier. But he said that, like, he was, like, asking me if I was in a relationship right now because he said one of the energies was very focused on my romantic life and, like, my love life or whatever. And he asked me if I was in a relationship, if I was attracted to men or women, blah, blah, blah. And then he was saying how essentially I am, men are very drawn to me and that I have a lot of men following me and, like, I don't want to say pursuing me, but like they like are attracted to my energy, not just like me, but like my energy, not my appearance kind of thing. Um, he said that doesn't obviously plays a role in it, but like they're, they feel drawn to me. And there's a lot of men who I'm getting a lot of male attention right now. And he goes, and I can see that you don't know what to do with it. So you're saying currently, fuck it. I don't need a man. And I was like, how do you know that's what my mindset is? Because um, honestly, currently, fuck it. I don't need a man. But he said, I need to cut the shit out. And like this, I basically need to learn the difference between the men and the boys because I've only dated boys and they've always treated me like shit or always used my body and never got to know me as a person or like my soul or anything. And he says that whenever I realize that difference and I start dating a man instead of a boy is when I'll find the person I'm supposed to be with. Which yeah, is- he called your ass out. Yeah, and actually, which was the moment that really sealed the deal for me, even though that already like pretty much closed the coffin, the moment it fucking nailed the coffin shut, he literally called one of my ex-boyfriend's names out. Like, yeah, out of nowhere. He straight up went, what does blank have to do with you? And I wrote, I was like, um, that was one of my like, ex-boyfriends. Oh, shit. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, he was a boy. I'm glad you got him out of your life like that wouldn't have ended well and I was like fuck yeah it was trippy like a lot of the things he was saying it got pretty emotional I'm not gonna lie because I got a little emotion he brought up a lot of things in my life that like not many people know about me and like like things that have happened to me in relationships and stuff that I don't like publicize unless like you're my close friend and as I said I don't really have many of those so um we should feel honored bob so it was a little like i was kind of felt like called out but at the same time it was like i saw it as a relief because it honestly felt like i was at therapy but i didn't have to explain to the quote-unquote therapist what was wrong like he could tell he knew what was wrong with me and he just was giving me advice without being like hey i know you were in an extremely toxic relationship this this and this happened and this is how you should move forward. Or this is how you need to cope with it. He was just like, I I can sense something happened to you. And I'm not going to say what it was. But this is how it's impacted your life. And this is how you need to make that change. So you can like move on. Mm-hmm. Some more other, I guess, some other notable things that he said to me were he can see, I guess, this is also, if you know me, I'm not a very emotional person. Um, and I guess it goes with me having my walls up all the time. Um, but if you like are my friend or whatever, you know, I'm actually really, really sensitive, but I just don't let many people know that. So there's the tea, everybody. I'm a sensitive person, you know, my, my weakness now, but he says he could sense that. And he sees that my brain operates in a more like technical sense. So I lead all my decisions with my brain and I ignore my heart. So what he was saying essentially was once I start to become serious in a relationship, I shut down because I don't know how to express my feelings. Whereas he said, if he were to give me 
So his example was, if he were to put me in a relationship and it became serious, I would shut down. But if he were to give me a math problem and say, you have five minutes to solve this, go. I would have it done within like two and a half minutes, basically, because my brain just does all of the thinking for me and like makes all of my decisions instead of letting my heart like go. And he says that it's causing a disconnect between my mind and my body. And ultimately it's impacting like my physical health because I'm not like a whole person. Yeah. He told me I need to meditate and maybe try some yoga um, just to get in tune with my body again. I mean, I told you, you should, I can see how I really need to do it, but I'm such an impatient person and I cannot be that person that sits there and is like, now take a deep breath for five minutes. Like I can take six breaths in the time you take one big deep one. What (laughs) I like to do when I meditate is I just put meditation music on when I'm falling asleep and I fall asleep to it. And I think about like what I want to meditate on and yeah, I don't really know how to explain it. (laughs) I'm not that kind of person. And I guess I really should try to become that kind of person because I've seen, especially in this past year of how like stressed out and stuff I get over work and over school. And it's like, I see it taking a toll on me, but like, I don't, I never really knew what to do about kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And then some other kind of fun things he said. I mean, our reading was pretty hefty, but like, mm-hmm. I just thought some deep. of these things were a little bit funnier. Well, not funny, but like more lighthearted. So he told me I should, because I've been looking at jobs at Boston in Boston. He told me I should pursue that. He sees me living in the city. He doesn't see me living like suburban life or countryside. He sees me in a penthouse, like going to fancy dinners and stuff, which is exciting because I that's the kind of lifestyle I would love. But um, <laughs> then he also told me, which is kind. This is not. This is not the first psychic to have asked me this, but they all go, you haven't had a pregnancy scare, have you? And I'm like, no, no, have (laughs) I that I didn't know about? Like, I, I have not known about one. Like when I did my reading with Julia, she straight up went, you're not pregnant, are you? And I was like, am I like, you tell me, am I? (laughs) And the fact that he brought that up again today, I was like, dude like what the frick why do these people keep saying are you pregnant like no I'm not and then like he led into that basically saying that I'm a very fertile person he can see or sense I guess and then I need to be careful when I'm in a relationship because I can get knocked up in a snap he said (laughs) which is kind of crazy thank god I have an IUD hopefully that thing works Oh, but he also told you that you should stop taking birth control so rip that thing out yeah so i don't he also told me he's like i can see that your periods have been all over the place i'm sorry this is really tmi and i was like yeah they are i don't even get one anymore <laughs> he was like <laughs> looking at me he was like what and i was like oh it's my birth control and he's like maybe you should stop taking your birth control because i can sense a hormonal imbalance and i was like me too but i'm not gonna do anything about it because that shit's doing what i want it to do so <laughs> Yeah, that was great. But my favorite part where he was like, and if I was your lover, I, I don't think I could wake up next to you in the morning. I think you are a very grouchy person. <laughs> I was like, you're oh, not wrong. <laughs> oh gosh. It was great. But then at, towards the end of the reading, like our grandmother came through again and she said some personal things, but like, yeah, it, it was a good one. That's so cool. It's crazy. I broke my love. I'm ready. Oh God. I mean, I didn't really get called out as much as Emily did, but he did say some stuff that resonated with me. Like he, he said, whereas with Emily, she thinks more with her head than she does with her heart. I think more with my heart than I do with my head, which I mean, yeah, I definitely do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Got me into some sticky situations here. Anyways. And he said that he also sees me being very intuitive, but I'm more intuitive with animals and I connect with animals more which is obviously true oh yeah how did we forget to mention that he both he told both Brooke and I that we're intuitive people and he told me I'm more of a witch and yeah I don't know what he said about Brooke though sorry he said I'm more like I if I really tried I could be an animal healer like essentially or like an animal communicator why aren't you doing it um excuse me why aren't you doing it we should take one of his classes um, excuse me, I have been, don't you remember, said vi- advice I gave to Emily well, the other night? 
because when okay because I've always known that I've I'm an intuitive person and that I'm a very spiritual person but I've never really known like what niche I've fallen into so I've dabbled a little bit into everything but I've never really stuck to one and really studied one so maybe I should try that with animals but yeah he (laughs) said that I'm very in tune with animals and with nature in general and he said that he sees me living someplace where I'm surrounded by nature and that eventually he sees me well he was like he was talking to me about how he sees that I'm worried that I'm never going to have kids or like whatever but he says that he does see me having two children in the future and he sees apparently somebody playing guitar coming into my life which I mean if you play guitar hit me up I'm ready (laughs) (laughs) and he says that I'm very creative and that he can sense that my artwork is very beautiful but I need to have more faith in it and that he said that he sees that I have a lot of issues stemming from my teenage years with self-acceptance and love with myself that I need to work through which I mean I think I've been working through that a little bit like these this past year or so you're an icon oh I know honey I'm a goddess and he said that he could see the colors green or yellow resonating with me and he asked if either was my favorite and I was like yeah yellow is my favorite and he said that he sees me as a very light person and that I'm very easygoing but I'm also very sarcastic and I was like hi yeah (laughs) not you at all (laughs) sarcastic no like uh, just a little just a little bit I feel like that was pretty much the gist of it that's cool yeah it was really I really liked how deep he got like into it yeah he got lying to you guys (laughs) I was was very I was kind of skeptical going in because I was like I don't think this is gonna be anything like we know Bob's dramatic (laughs) I know like literally like Bob always being over dramatizing (laughs) stuff I personally thought that it was going to be like more mediumship yeah I did but like he deep dove into (laughs) my energy Mm -hmm. and was like girl you gotta work on some shit I was like (laughs) Mm. you're like i know so essentially i need to be more open to actually communicating with a boy or a a man sorry i need to cry more often basically say fuck it and just live my life actually i need to have more faith in myself and he said he also said that i'm very controlling when it comes to men like i don't I i like to control everything they do and i mean i can kind of see that but at the same time, I'm like, eh, I don't know. I thought that was more me. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm very timid in a relationship where I, like, will yeah. sit back and I'll let a lot of shit slide. Hence how I've got into a very toxic relationship. I okay. also like to be in control of the entire situation. I feel like mm-hmm. I have control issues in general. Like, I like to be in control of things. And when I don't have control of stuff, I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah. I feel like when it, I mean, we all know I obviously don't have a lot of good experience with men. So I don't really know how I am in that sense. Right. Uh, Don't laugh, Bob. It's not funny. (laughs) (laughs) I took away from mine that I just need to start doing more things that make me happy and work on my self-esteem and enjoy my last seven years. Stop. Stop. (laughs) Make me cry. Fucking stop it. Bob, if you ever die, I'm going with you. <laughs> Fucking stop it. We'll take Emily too. No. Yeah. I need to get a fucking man and married and laid and pregnant. Oh, man. Yeah, let me pop out my two kids before I die. Eh, I'm okay. Take me now. Let me pop out my three kids. I have a feeling like I'm saying this on the record now and my intuitive feeling that I feel like if I do have the two kids that they're both going to be boys. Yeah. I see myself. I've always seen myself as a boy mom. I see myself having girls, but I honestly would ideally like a set of multiples. So then it's less pregnancies. I feel like I would not enjoy that. Emily, you do not have the patience for multiples. I don't have the patience for a single. So (laughs) there's that. Bobby, he called me out saying I have zero patience. <laughs> yeah. His exact words were, I see you have very, very little patience. Like it goes from zero to I where's my fucking meal? <laughs> I was like, Is that not Emily Bob? I was like, I really say those exact words. <laughs> Especially when she gets hangry. 
Oops, you better watch out. Child, you better watch out. But I was like, yeah, you right, you right. So I guess, would you see him again? Oh, yeah. I would like him. I loved him. He was cool. I think I would like to do a one-on-one because I was a little scared to ask him questions. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I would like to do a one-on-one too. And I felt like, obviously, Brooke knows everything about my life. So she Mm -hmm. knew everything that was being said and stuff already. But I don't know. I felt like I was getting so emotional and I didn't want to cry in front of anybody. So I was like, yeah, that's okay. You're allowed to cry. Next time I want to do a one-on-one reading because I want to see like if he can tap more into my energy. Yeah. He comes up with with just me. We should look into his classes and I think I'd want to go in person anyway. Oh yeah. I definitely want to try and do one of his classes. How much are his classes? I can't remember. Let me, let me look up. He also does, which I wouldn't do it because I don't like people touching me. Massage. Uh, yeah. I feel like personally, Brooke, I don't know how you feel. I feel like this reading was majority on me. Yeah. And I was, hang on, I'm going to touch on that in a minute too. Like Did I you? would do it again, but I don't know if I would want a full hour, just me. Like, I don't know if he could fill a full hour, just me. I feel like at the beginning he was tapping into my energy a little bit because he started reading you and I was like, oh, this is going to be a full on Emily reading because that was kind of how I felt like it was when we got read with Julia. She like read you the whole time. Julia had a crush on me, though. She straight up admitted it. (laughs) He straight up went, I'm sorry, you're really pretty. He stopped reading Emily for a minute and he looked at me and he was like, don't worry, I'm going to get to you. I'll bounce back and forth. And I was like, oh, okay." And I was like, did I just like manifest that in my head? I was like, oh, sorry. I'm looking up his workshops now. Waking to your true potential psychic skills workshop, October 26th from 1 to 4 p.m., $65. Really? I honestly thought that, like, he's not doing one soon. I don't know if it's just maybe COVID or. Yeah. Thursday nights on Zoom, 7 to $9, $20 spirit talk psychic medium group readings with psychic Mark. That's cool. Before we close it out and say goodbye, we just wanted to let everybody know we are available on all major streaming services. I don't don't know whatever one you guys are listening on right now, but we recently learned we're now on Apple Podcasts, which I didn't think we got approved for. Um, So are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please give us some of your love and show us a review. You don't have to write a review. You can just give us the stars. That would be really helpful. It really helps us and we would appreciate it if you could do that. If you're listening on Spotify and you have the ability to go listen on Apple podcasts, please go leave us a review. We're really thankful you guys have listened for us this long. We're kind of a little crazy and we're glad you stuck with us this long. Yeah. Crazy is the understatement of the year. But anyway, what are your thoughts? Do you believe in psychic mediums? Have you had a cool experience? We would love to hear from you. So please DM us. Don't forget to give us a follow on here and also on our Instagram at boo.busters.podcast. While you're at it, tell a friend, tell them to hop on the Boo Crew train. (laughs) That was so corny. I hated it. I loved it. It was cute. Bye, everybody. See you later, booze. Mwah.